Hello, my name is Ursula and welcome to the bonus episode of Talks in the Park. Today we want to focus on very important problem nowadays that everyone encounter at some point of her or his lives, which is fake news. With me is Philip Klotz and we will talk about how to check and verify news that pops up on the internet, social media and more. Hi Philip. Hi, how are you doing? Great, thanks. And you? Good, good. At the beginning of the episode, I think we should talk a little about when and how can we become a victim of fake news. Any ideas? We see fake news almost every single time when we open the web. Thanks to the internet, we have access to knowledge from every branch of science, but we must use it wisely because it's a misinterpret the facts or simply get the wrong ones. Remember that YouTube films with yellow subtitles aren't the very best source of the news. Before sharing anything, check the source, even when info seems legit. Trust, but verify. Trust, but verify. That sounds a good rule. But how to do it? Well, our dear follower, we've got you covered. First of all, remember that every information you find should be checkable. Often some pseudoscientists use arguments that cannot be verified by any means. If you encounter one and you can't check it, leave it. Some of these people still use the theories or information that were proven wrong long time ago. One of the most controversial ones is Holocaust denialism. Even in most recent years, there was a legal case in the UK that had to once more state that these horrible things took place in the history. If you want to know more, Google Irving vs. Penguin books. That's just unbelievable. I think most of the times, pseudoscientists just ignore the facts, or at least they only focus on arguments that support their thesis and ignore the rest of them. So remember that the coin always has two sides, and if someone only shows one side of it, well, that's the red flag. In previous episode, we were discussing environmental problems. We can take an example from that topic. A lot of people don't believe, or just don't want to believe, that the reason of increase in the average temperature on Earth's atmosphere is caused by human industry and agriculture. One of the most popular arguments from their point of view is local weather, to be more specific, individual, local and rare cold periods, and they ignore unequivocal long-term global warming trend. I think that a lot of these so-called scientists that believe, for example, in the flat earth theory, don't communicate or exchange the views on how this theory should work. And that's another alert that you should consider. When some theory is supported by different people with different mechanisms or different even excluding arguments, I wouldn't believe it even for a second. Students that will work as healthcare workers, for example pharmacists as ourselves, during their studies will meet the idea of EBM, which stands for Evidence-Based Medicine. Generally speaking, it says that we must use the information that is only based on evidence that is supported by many different studies. Clinical trials with double-blind study is one of the best standards nowadays. We cannot conclude any reasonable opinion if we base it on single experiment or on single lecture. Empirical data is a must-have. I think that's a crucial problem. Most of us trust the words or not numbers. Frankly speaking, it's easier to listen or read some arguments that is stated by a scientist than looking through data by ourselves. So my advice here is simple. If someone in discussion supports the argument by citing authority and won't give you any hard data, that's a big no-no. Being skeptical is the quality of a good scientist. If they want to support their arguments, that's even a minor step forward. 
On my Facebook threads, I've seen a lot of weird theories about cases of autism caused by vaccines or even that big pharma rules the world. When I decided to ask a question about any evidence, in response I got comment that I should prove that he or she is wrong, not the other way around. I believe that if you give an opinion or you write some scientific hypothesis, you have to prove it beyond any doubt. Exactly. We can only discuss about problems or theses if one provides the solid proof or at least some proof. I think another red flag is that some of the pseudoscience theories are in contrary with common knowledge. I think that's the reason behind its popularity. If you say some controversial sentence, it goes viral. Whether it's true or not, that's often in the background. And I think, last but not least, the source. After my very brief research, I found couple types of putting source in some hypotheses written on Facebook or in some video on YouTube. Some of them doesn't even put source in the description or at the end of the post. Some of them use an article from a very unreliable website, another put a dozen of sources just to make it more believable. Remember that any scientific post should be based on reliable source, best from well-known scientific magazines or academic textbooks. And one more rule, quality, not quantity. Couldn't agree more. I think we talked over most of the so-called red flags, don't you think? Definitely. So at the end of the bonus episode, I would like to talk a little bit about consequences of fake news and pseudoscience. Do you think that this problem could be the source of serious issues? Very much so. I think, first of all, it may have a very serious impact on our health. Imagine if people won't agree to vaccinate their children, or they will rely on some Facebook posts and ignore healthcare professionals' advice. It won't end well. Anti-vaccination movement not only may cause individual health problems, but it has impact on social immunity. Imagine if government would consist with people that don't believe in effectiveness of vaccines. That would have an impact on public funds and public health care system. As you can see, one problem leads to another and another, and the chain grows. The way you put it makes me think that every branch of our social life could have a problem with fake news. Of course, politics is one of the most important areas of our life, because it creates the law and it organizes how our countries develop. If any of governments would rely on non-verified information, that would lead to chaos. Imagine if police or juridical authority could use pseudoscience theories or mechanisms such as dowsing in the cart. Innocent people could be sentenced to prison. And I think that's a very good argument to share awareness and above all, share verified and true information on our social media. Let's be changed and the voice of wisdom among our friends and families. Well, you know, sharing this episode could be a start. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time and your tips how to avoid fakes. I'm sure I will start using them right after our conversation. Stay safe. It was a pleasure. Thanks for your invitation. Cheers. Bye. Bye bye.